Hi, welcome to Space Pope Reviews Episode 9. My name is Vince, or as some people call me, the Space Pope. This is my podcast where I critique SoundCloud, Twitter, and other social media struggle rappers with the hope of helping them get better and level up. I personally was a rapper for about five years. I was not very good. I never got anywhere, but I did learn some tricks of the trade and what not to do. I've also been an amateur music critic and a music industry miscreant for about 10 years. So I have a little bit of insight on how the music industry works. And with that in mind, I'm hoping that I can take what I've learned on my musical journey and share it with you guys so you don't make the same mistakes as me. If you want me to review your project, you can email me at gugl0003 at gmail.com. So let's get to the episode. Today we're going to be talking about an LA-based artist named Dax. Dax just released two songs. They're called Gotham and Joker. Obviously, they're Batman-themed in a way, in terms of the imagery anyways, and the lyrics are also, I think, about the perils of social media. I'm not sure if this is building towards a bigger project or if these are kind of two standalone singles or what the deal is. I guess we'll have to wait. But anyway, I thought we'd play a little bit of Dax so you guys have an idea of what he sounds like. I think that we're headed down the wrong road. Fake's real and they say real's fake woke. False prophets on these screens everywhere we go. But what did you expect when dumb people got smartphones? More memes, cool. Make it all a big joke. Crown your fake kings and let them sit up on your fake thrones. You're young now, but just wait until you grow old. When life gets real, you'll remember all these words I wrote. I went Rome and walked multiple ways for 40 nights, 40 sleeps, yes, multiple days. In the desert, no food, water, searching for the answers. But you listen to these people who got nothing to say. You wouldn't know real if it slapped you right in the face. Ain't for the cold. I can tell by the shit you embrace. I'm in Gotham, but my mind's in a different place. So fuck your cosigns, money, and your radio play. Yeah, so that's Dax. I came across his music in a bizarre kind of way. He got memed on Twitter a little bit. One day, a bunch of people were posting about it, saying how good it was. And then literally within hours, there were people making fun of Dax, quote tweeting the original posts, and saying that Dax paid people to post about it. So I think that's interesting, that allegation especially. I don't think Dax is going to hear this because he has a million Instagram followers. And if he does, I don't think it's going to have a ton of impact on him. But I do think there's a lot we can talk about and I'm a lot I'm excited to talk about in terms of his promotional approach. But first, let's talk about the music since this is a music podcast. People are clowning this shit hard. I get it, but I think Dax also does a couple things really well. The lyrical concept is there for every song. So if you're the type of person who really likes that kind of lyricism, I think this is something you could appreciate. Dax focuses more on his lyrics than his flow. The rhyme schemes at the beginning of Joker were really cool, but then he kind of lost it and got more lost in the lyrics, which is fine. I mean, in past episodes, we've talked about how your flow is important to kind of having people understand your lyrics but Dax is an exception to that because his delivery is super strong 
he's very theatrical with his voice. He enunciates every word. So his rhymes kind of sound pointed and poignant, even though the scheme is a little too basic for what he's trying to do. So it sounds like Dax was sort of like a theater arts kid or something. I wouldn't be surprised if he was just because of, you know, how dramatic his voice is. And I think that's a good case study for people at home, like being good at singing and also, you know, enunciating your voice and carrying it in a theater is also the same kind of skill that goes into a rap delivery. So if you're looking to improve your delivery, what I would suggest is actually going on YouTube and looking at some videos about, you know, how to improve your theatrical delivery or how to improve your singing because it's kind of the same skill set. So take a look at that. It's just something that popped into my head. Back to Dax's music, it is very professional sounding and technically competent. I really don't think this is for myself personally or the people that I interact with. It's like designed to get a reaction on YouTube, I would say, probably f towards younger kids who were just getting into hip hop. It's kind of in the vein of like Hobson and Watsky and Joyner Lucas, where the presentation is almost more important than the actual music, which I can appreciate if the presentation is good, unfortunately. The presentation on this Dax project seems a little bit ham-fisted and kind of not very creative. Like the basic Batman references in the year 2020 kind of make me scratch my head. Like I don't think that's the coolest thing you could come up with. I don't think that's the most creative thing you could come up with. It kind of just comes across to me like not like you actually really care about Batman that much. Just that you know 13-year-old boys who like Batman will see you in a Joker makeup and then click on your video. And there's a lot of hallmarks of like pandering and stuff like that. Like there's some lyrics like, you know, maybe not on Joker and Gotham, but I listened to some more songs too. And it, he has lyrics like, I know you feel the same way as me. And like, I don't know if he actually thought those were good lyrics or what, but it just comes across as like there's an ulterior motive and disingenuous sort of. And I mean, Dax, you're rapping about how many haters you have. I feel like that might be a reason why you have so many haters is because, you know, I've been on your social media posts and I do see that, yes, you indeed have haters. And I think the reason why is because you're trying to be everything to everyone and it's just coming across as too calculated. And that theme kind of plays into, you know, the social media promotion rumors and stuff that I've heard about this project as well. The hallmarks of like shitty social media work is like buying followers and likes. So I went on Dax's pages and it doesn't look like he bought followers and likes. There's a lot of real interaction, a lot of comments, which is kind of a way that you can tell that his interactions are real. As far as the whole paying for people to post about you on Twitter thing, just a little bit about myself personally. I work in public relations and one of my first jobs in the industry was as an influencer relations specialist for a guitar amp company so it was my job to get all your favorite guitar youtubers to have a copy of my amp and make a video about it and when i heard the dax allegations that he'd been paying for promotion on twitter i didn't really believe that that was true just because I'd never heard of somebody paying a Twitter influencer to make a tweet about them 
But then the next day, I kind of came across another instance where I saw two big hip-hop Twitter accounts promoting the same artist, and they were doing it in a way that was almost identical. Like, there was the same format of the tweet layout. They had the same, like, 15-second snippet of the video, and the copy was almost exactly the same. So I guess people are doing this now, paying big Twitter accounts to write a tweet about them. And I'm a bit of two minds of this. On one hand, I respect the hustle and like I big up these dudes for coming up with new ways to market their music. I also think it's a good way to get a large number of eyes on your project without having to put a ton of work in. So I think, you know, there's something to be said about that. But on the other hand, I think there's a number of problems with the approach. The first problem is that the way I saw it being done is illegal. So influencers are legally obligated to disclose who they do a paid promotion with. And not doing that can get your account sussed mad quick. Like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, they aren't fucking around with that shit because not only are you breaking the law, but that means that you doing it is them breaking the law and they don't want to get sued. So they will fucking shut you down like it's nobody's business. That's one reason why this strategy is suspect. The next reason is that I don't think you're going to get the most bang for your buck doing this. Like fans want genuine interactions with the artists and the influencers they follow. And if you're buying tweets, it begs the question, why do you as an artist have to pay for exposure if there are so many dope artists out there that these influencers are talking about for free? Like, I feel like paying for promotion in that way is cheapening your brand and the brand of the influencer you're working with, especially if you're doing it in a way that's not ethical and transparent, and especially, especially if people find out about it. Because at that point, you're better off just buying a targeted ad. Although I honestly don't think a targeted ad works for musicians either, because, like, who wants to find out about their cool new favorite artist from a Facebook ad? Like, I think it works for businesses of a certain stripe i don't think that the music industry is on that tip yet i think that organic promotion is still the way to go in the music industry don't get me wrong doing influencer reach out i think is important because influencers are so influential obviously and the influencer space is becoming more and more pay to play every day but there are still ways you can get organic media or earned media as we call it in the PR business. I would take the time and energy to work on building relationships. So there's dudes on hip hop Twitter like LEN and Little Brick who have gotten genuine cosigns from big accounts because they're actually cool people and they work hard and they make friends. And if I was a PR person for a musician or a musician myself, I would much rather have a mutually beneficial relationship with a big account that's built on friendship rather than a transactional relationship where you're giving them their money to put their account at risk and lie about liking your music. Like for example, the LENLP, I've heard people talk about that for six months every day. And Dax was a meme for one day, maybe two days, and I've never haven't heard about him since. So obviously I think that just illustrates there's better ways to use your time, money, and energy than paying dudes on Twitter to post about your song. Yeah, so that's all for today. People at home, give me a follow. SoundCloud, Twitter, at The Daily Snob, Space Pope Reviews on Spotify, 
send me a DM, leave me a comment. That engagement is important. I would love to know what you guys are thinking. And if you would like, share, that really helps me out. If you're fucking with it, let other people know. They'll fuck with it too, and we will all fuck together. If you want me to review your music, you can send me an email, gugl0003 at gmail.com. Thanks a lot, everyone. Bye.